Welcome everybody back to the Talking Gaming and Tech podcast. Yes, AMD has made their giant announcement. Big Navi is finally here. RDNA 2, Cyberpunk 77, 2077, has been delayed again. What did he say? Nintendo Direct <laughs> Mini Partner Showcases reveal new game details and surprises. So, and obviously we'll get into the Xbox Series X AMD announcement thing with the PS5 and all that fun stuff because now we have details about rdna2 so yes the console wars continue for the ps5 and the xbox series s so as we get into these stories like obviously this has been just all over the news all day that's great and all we're gonna get into it but what the hell has everybody else been up to among us i I got a quick question for you nate real quick before we get to that just one question where are all these special videos of the Xbox games that they were hiding under wraps until after this announcement? You just wait. Because <laughs> they don't fucking exist. And, and you know, that's funny. It's funny you should mention that because that's what I was afraid of. Like, after um, their marketing flub they made, especially with Halo, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, please tell me these guys have something in the back burner. Because it was true. Like, everything that AMD had about RDNA 2 was completely under wraps. Like, nobody was allowed to talk about it. It was insane. And yeah. Microsoft... Like, like I said, me. my argument wasn't that they could, that they didn't have this stuff. It's just that no company would be dumb enough to show shitty versions of their games and then wait a month to show better versions. They would have yeah. just waited a month so that they wouldn't give such a negative impression at the start. Right. First impressions are important. Halo looked like dog shit. I would have <laughs> held Halo back. I would have held it back if I had something secret, right? True. If it looked better, I'd be like, let's just wait until until we can do it and then show them what it really looks like. However, anyway. have, however, in their, in their, there is a thing in their statement that we'll get to that says that they were waiting. Yes, they were waiting. And what they announced on Twitter was that they have the they, they have full range of all the all the features of that thing. But they didn't go. And here's a bunch of video of games we already showed you looking way better because they didn't have that, which is what I was saying the whole time. And we still need to buy Phasmophobia, guys. I've been watching uh, Sips play that with Hat Films. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's really fucking good. And uh, speaking of that, I did the 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 in person of that last weekend. Oh no shit! Really? I went to Hell Sweet. Hollow. Oh nice! And uh, we uh, made some a little bit of video. We want to go back and get some some daytime footage uh, for Amy's channel. And, Sweet. Uh, so reading into the story further, the uh, it's called Hell Hall Road and Maud. It was actually a two or two to three year old. And when we were asking questions to the spirit box, we heard giggles like baby giggles. And I what, was like, "Are you? What do you mean spirit me? box? A spirit so, box? Well, you can explain it." Yeah. So a spirit box is, um, actually it's in phasmophobia too, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. Everything. So we, depend- we have the K2 meter and everything. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. So depending on what type of spirit it is, and I'm using this term super loosely, a spirit box is a certain radio frequency that spirits can talk through kind of like, um, if you set your camera to a certain 
whatever you can see orbs and, and shit like that that's what a spirit box does essentially yeah basically a spirit box goes through all the radio stations in the, in the area yep. and goes through them very quickly yep and picks up certain things like words that the like the radio hosts are saying but it puts them together in sequence so you hear mm-hmm. yes i am walking or something like that but for some reason we got freaking giggling of a baby and it was like where did that come from that's crazy see yeah. and that's the shit that i've always because i don't really like believe in ghosts mm-hmm. in paranormal bullshit but i if, if that was to happen i'd be like okay cool <laughs> So I'm a believer. So, Bye. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see where that at. And then uh uh I finally got Tony Hawk and I've been playing that. Tony Hawk. Oh dude, Martin. it's so good. Oh, I love Tony Hawk one too. So and the good. fact that they added wall added wall planning and uh wall riding onto one. Uh, and Jack Black's in it. Is he? I haven't I haven't noticed. Yeah, he's that. Officer Dick. He what? He's Officer Dick. Oh, I I've been went through the characters. I just been just playing. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's really good. It's really. I even really good. like the night that Amy came by so we could go look at the Hell Hollow, which my my mom and brother and sister went. Or no, nice. no, just my two sisters and the boyfriend, and uh, she was playing it for like a half hour. She couldn't stop. And the boyfriend. Yeah, well, Jimmy, Jimmy. I just like like the you were boyfriend. like no, my my the sister boyfriend. and the boyfriend. The boyfriend. <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was uh. It was funny because she was like having a lot of fun, even though we're terrible at it. But it, I used to be like really good at it, and I can't do shit. I am awesome. <laughs> I, 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 it's like I'm, still, I still gotta learn the timing, because like I'm like trying to do moves in the air, and boom, I just keep hitting the hitting the ground. I'm like, what the hell? How's this possible? But yeah, it's fun. I'm, I'm very glad I got that. Man. Okay, Mister Grim. Ah, nothing. I did nothing. I did just been hanging out with Aaron. We've been hitting a lot of graveyards, as morbid as that sounds. Why would you hit a graveyard? That's just disrespectful. It's kind of dirty. No, we're just like checking out like historical graveyards and stuff, reading up. We're we're talking about going up to Hell Hollow Road at one point. Yeah, there's been so much more development on that road. It's crazy. We um, drove down there maybe two months ago, and it's crazy what's down there now. Yeah, but we. So I'm only about 15 minutes from it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I want to go. Other than that, um, nothing really, location. except hmm. for starting up my yearly playthrough of Dragon Quest Eight because I do this every year. Dude, Dragon Quest is so good. Dragon Quest Eight is the, it's the way RPGs should have went on the PS2. Agreed. Everybody else started doing this shit with no world, no open world, no shops to buy equipment and all that stuff. Yep. And they were like, this is how you make an RPG. And then they made the best RPG on that system by far. Yep. And it's because it's a classic RPG built with new tech, which is how yep. they all should be. And and place the, and Sony made, <coughs> and Square went and made the worst RPG on the PS2, Final Fantasy X. No. That's See, I like that case. game. I really like played- that game. I, I'm not defending Final Fantasy X, but I've played way more than you, Nate. You can have that opinion, but your opinion's wrong because I've played far worse than that. <laughs> I have I've played a game called Shadow Tower, on which the is five. I mean, PS4, I mean PS2, whatever. Yes, you guys. The, I think one of the worst RPGs ever made was Quest sixty four. <laughs> the the, no, one of the rarest games out there, dude. I have played some RPGs on the PS two. 
I'm actually going to just pop up a list. Okay. (laughs) Trust me, I've seen some shit. Um, there's Star Ocean till the end of time. Um, (laughs) there's Shakodan three, which killed the Shakodan series basically. Um, Dark Cloud, both of them are pretty crap. The second one was a lot better Um, than the first. Uh, let's see. Boldar's Gate, Dark Alliance, which is the bad version of Boldar's Gate. They're just kind of crap because just hackens last. Grandia three, like no way. Final Fantasy ten is a game that's very linear but has an excellent storyline. Yes, everything else around it is kind of crappy. I'll give you that. The combat system's also also very good because of the swapping back and forth. But this is just—I'm not trying to be a dick here, Nate. Like I always am with you. Mm-hmm. You have not played enough PS2 RPGs, or else you'd be like, I hate Final Fantasy X, but I know way worse. Yeah, but, Dragon, but, Dragon, Breath of Fire Five, Dragon Quarter is fucking terrible. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's terrible. Um, no, but the reason why, because I think that just strikes me, because I was at the midnight release for that game, picked it up, and was pissed the fuck off. <laughs> like you haven't even played the good ones, dude. Go play Wild Arms 3. Wild Arms 3 is underrated as one of the best PS2 RPGs. That Wild Arms great. 3 is very, very good. It's not my favorite because I have like my I have a soft spot for Wild Arms 2. And 1. Actually, all three of those damn games, but 2 is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good news Something is... Something about fun- that Western RPG mix, the Wild West and RPG. This is dope. The... Next and final expansion for Binding of Isaac comes out in a couple months. I'm kind of excited. Also, Nate, you never played um, Final Fantasy X-2, okay? Oh, God, don't... Do so it, believe dude. me, there's worse uh, than that. No, 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 I, I, I already put that lower. Way lower. <laughs> I already put that way lower. <laughs> but, the, dude, the ending of ten is great. Like, yes. I've never... I've never I I was sad when they killed Aerith. I thought that was like yep. heartbreaking. Ten is the most heartbreaking ending ever. Yes, like, when he's fading away and she runs up to hug him and just kind of felt falls through him and realizes he's he's gone. That whole part is so freaking good. Mm. <laughs> like, well, Nate, you don't have a heart, dude. I was like, Nate, you he, don't have a heart. Wow, dude, she's standing there and he goes and she literally runs up to hug him and. Because she thinks he's still alive, and she just falls right through him, and then hits the ground and realizes he's not there anymore. Yep. It's not. To... It's freaking great, dude. That whole ending is beautiful. Uh, so this not is... as beautiful as eight, but good. This isn't one of the topics, but uh, they are getting an update for Super Mario 3D All Stars with the inverted controls. Yes. Yeah. I was like, okay. yes. Now I can play well, it. Anyway. Tech Geek, what the heck you been up to? Yeah, I've been playing Among Us. That's a, an absolute blast. Um, I recommend that for, well, literally anybody. And um, been trying to grind out Splunky 2 a little bit. But other than that, just been working, doing schoolwork. Got on the Dean's list again, but that's whatever. But yeah, no, haven't been doing much, really. It's, fr- it's free on uh, cell phones, Among Us. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. So, obviously, aside from, like, freaking <laughs> reading way too much Matrix lore. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which I have been. I actually have been really trying to, like, get back into, like, 
um like really fucking drive myself to like just stay focused on progressing like my art technique like with different like skills with like fucking just refining skills i've already i already have i should say i sit i I sit looking at your your weird pipey uh techie weird looking images trying to think of trying to like figure out what i'm looking at like i'm like is that a is that an eye is is that a i dig is that a is that a cd what am i looking at because it looks like it's supposed to be a bunch of things put together, but I know it's just a it bunch is, of well, things that you... If there was a penis. With. Everything Nate does is penis related. <laughs> Don't you know this? Everything well, he does. Well, that's what they're supposed to be. What the heck's that term when you stare at clouds and you see images? Uh, there's a term It's for called it. obsession with penis, Nate. I've told you this. <laughs> no, he has... His his art is more like a, a surreal, like, almost Geiger kind of feel to it i like well, it well i am well i am inspired geiger is my absolute favorite freaking artist ever um and i am like obviously heavily inspired by him when i do a lot of that so oh man and if anybody doesn't know who geiger is he's the one who actually did the artwork for like aliens and everything else yes correct oh, so real yeah. re- real quick some depressing news tracy smothers just died Dude. and for those of you who know wrestling you know who tracy smothers is no idea who that is you have to know like old WCW and Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Oh, nope. Nope. But it's depressing when I see that shit. Mm. You may continue with your not depressing shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. So obviously, yeah, just that's what I've been actually mostly doing this week. And obviously vacation was over, so headed back to work. And yeah. But that's that's just, always that's, fun. Yeah, that's, that's always fun. Yeah. The first day back is always like a feeling yep. of giving up. Well, he's completely well, not lost, fully lost, but he he literally went to a whole different world today. <laughs> well, not a whole new world. Like I went... a, a world from the past. <laughs> he hopped on Aladdin's balls and went to a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it really, it's it's like yeah, but where I went, that was just so much more organized than what it was. Oh. oh, so they they were doing good over there. Whoever was over, yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was pretty bad last time when we were back over there. Oh yeah, it, it that's was why bad. I'm so glad I don't ever get forced to go to other stores. Oh, <laughs> my back room is fine. I know where everything is in my back room. Other back rooms, pig shit. Pig shit. <laughs> that's what I call it, just straight up pig shit. And I know but- this because they they transferred managers, so managers will come from other stores to ours. And take over like the seasonal stock room and immediately destroy it. And I'll be like, that's probably how their entire store looks because that's how they mm. expect it to look and that's how they run it. So that's why it looks like this. God, I yeah. don't miss any of this um, shit. But the one thing I do, I have so they actually went and put, um, obviously, aside from the zombie mode, which is still a lot of fun, um, no, I was playing. So the only thing is they ha- they still haven't made a solo zombie mode. You have to like either play so- squads or solo squads, which I was normally just playing solo squads. And just seeing how far I get, and obviously I'd eventually get killed because eventually you're going to get jumped by more than one person. Um, but it was cool just to get a bunch of kills, but not win. Um, they actually added night mode to solo BR uh, Battle Royale, which was really cool. <laughs> I also found out something very interesting. So... My favorite weapon in the game is the Car 98. I probably have the most kills with it. Uh, so, obviously, one of the big things in Battle Royale is 
the sniper glint reveals your position. Okay, this is really bad. Especially if you're trying to hide and you're playing solos. It's <laughs> also really fair. So no, 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 no. I'm saying like, but it's hot. Like it, like you get called out. Like you can get, you snipe one person in a solo. There's at least two or three of the other going to see that glint and going to kill you. As it should be because sniping oh, no, is too no, easy in that he's game. He's not saying that it's a bad thing. He's saying it's really bad. No, if you get no, caught. I'm not disagreeing. Hey, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with him either. And I know he's not disagreeing with me. I'm just pointing out to our viewers, if you like being able to snipe people without any kind of consequence, screw you. Sniping is easy in Call of Duty, and there needs to be some sort of counterbalance because of it. Yeah, yeah. And the glint is the counterbalance. Yeah. Um. So the one thing, so I found a actually compensation, which works really well. So the VLK scope, right? Um. It gives you, um. For one, it gives you this like a couple different bonuses. I won't get into all those because they're too way too technical. I'm getting it all day. But anyway. You add that scope. It's one of the best scopes in the game. And it's not, it's it's like a two-time scope for the most part, if anybody wants to know. how That's how much it zooms. So, but the fact is, it like, the thing is, it's probably the most accurate scope in the game. So I was like, I started using it. I started sniping people from a good distance away easily. And they can never see me. I, I stood on the edge right near one of the gas stations and where the trenches are for like the runoff of the water, whatever it's supposed to be meant for. Um, and these guys went over this thing over and over again with cars or just running over. I had killed like eight people in a row. Hmm. I was like, I did, nobody saw the glint. Not well, because there was no glint because it was a VLK scope, but I could easily snipe them from quite a distance away and just, you know, I mean, just take them right out. I was like, holy crap, this is like the perfect combo <laughs> with this gun. So, yeah, if anybody wants a tip, like if you're sniping, try the VLK scope on the car 98. It's fucking murder. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. And I am really mad at PUBG because they still, they did not make the new map um, solos. Oh, really? Yeah, which is really annoying. It's really stupid. No, you can play, it... you can play solo squad, but no, I don't want to do that. I the... want to play solo. Playing solo is for people who don't want get want to get good at working with their teammates. So have fun. I don't Nate. care about. I want to just survive. Like solo survive. That's how I enjoy battle rail. So bad. Probably just hides the entire time. No, I usually sneak into an air. Like what I do on uh, on like basically on Call of Duty is I'll like go toward an area where I know there's fighting. I'll sneak in. I'll third party more than a few people and then like outright, you know what I mean? Use like the You notice how he when he says this stuff, but then when we play on teams, he never comes close to doing any of that. <laughs> he just runs into the middle of something and gets killed. Like he Sometimes literally just it's like he's a deer in the headlight. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, when I'm playing by myself, I like I move up real smooth like <laughs> and I take them out one by one without them even knowing where I am. But when I'm on a team, it's <laughs> everything's well, on fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, on a team, like I said, it's like that's why I get annoyed with you have to, when you're forced to play a squad because I'm not playing a squad. Um I'll still go in, I'll most likely get killed because the rest of the squad's gonna see when one of their teammates gets killed. Where in solo, everybody's trying to like really be sneaky and hide. Yeah, but that, that's a lesson to learn, Nate. You're supposed to look at that and go, okay, 
So I need to hit this from a different position and different angle and intelligently, not just walk up and unload on the first person I see. Yeah, but it's so that, much it's easy. supposed to teach you that. Yeah, but it's so much easier on solos because everybody's hiding. So you can take one guy out and not expect someone coming around the corner right away because then you can go back to hiding. So what you're saying is you like solos because it's it requires it, no skill. To me, it, no, it feels a lot more tactical because I can actually sneak up on people. You Whoa. can sneak up on people in teams, dude. It just means you have to play it smarter because there's multiple people. You down someone and you reposition in a way where they can't find you. Yeah, but that's – yeah. But that's not exactly. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's get into this first topic. So, um, and the thing is, though, like I'm. You're right back, guys. So, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, was delayed. Um, no, it wasn't. I refuse. <laughs> so no, no. Okay, so. Okay, so it was delayed, but I really am annoyed with people. Okay, so. Delays are freaking good things. I don't think people understand that. So, um, and I guess there was death threats against CD Projekt Red, which is stupid. It's really retarded. Mm -hmm. um, and like, okay, Wait, I so, missed that. Why did why did it delay it? Um, they what do you call it? Sorry, yeah, they're just pushing it back a uh, mere twenty one days. Um, to make I don't more time for the day zero patch. Yeah, for the most part, yeah, for. Uh, make sure it runs better and yeah like well yeah. yeah okay so and that's the main point is okay is this like these people just drive me up a wall on the internet because okay so all these same people bitch when a game is released and they're like oh your game's effing broken like fix your game why'd you even release it okay well if they delayed it you would have called them out and tried to give them death threats like what do you want do you want a broken game yeah. or do you want an actual proper game? But they're not going to, people aren't going to give CD Projekt Red death threats because they've earned No, they will. did. They are. No, no they, they didn't. No, I they haven't didn't. seen anything. Yeah, they, yeah, they are. One of, the, one of the creators actually came on Twitter and said, can we please have some human decency, uh, please? Um, we're delaying this for a good reason. We want to give you guys a good product. And we're only humans, basically. Yeah, yeah but let, let's be real, though. How much of the death threats are real death threats and how much of it are people from Re Reset Era? Because these people on Reset Air, I'm serious. These people on Reset Air have been trying to cancel this game for two years. Every single time something comes out, they attack them for being racist, homophobic, and transphobic. They've been trying. So, how many of these people are actually people who are mad, or are they just people looking for an opportunity to shit on them on Twitter in the hopes to piss them off? Yeah. I don't think any of the real people that want, are waiting for this game care. No, because they want the game to come out right. No, I'm sure there's plenty of decent people out there that, like, don't mind. Like, Breath of the Wild is absolutely one of the best games ever made. It was delayed, like, fucking, like, 16 times, which is fine. And, like, Miyamoto has pointed out multiple times, he said, no, any game that I'm a part of, a team with Nintendo, we will never release an unfinished product or a product that's not worthy of our date. Um... Well, what are, some of the mild comments that he's got are, I know you where you live, bro. Release your game or you will be finished. Release Cyberpunk or you and your family will be persecuted. I will burn you alive if you don't release the game. And those are my, the mild ones. There's more that are far, far worse that he said. Dude, I'm going to send you something real quick. I know we probably can't add it, but it just popped up like five minutes ago. I'm going to send it on Facebook. It's a worldwide study for like demand of the next two next-gen consoles. Uh, it, I'm um, not gonna spike the ball, but I'll spike the ball. 
but yeah so like for instance like i really like i'm buying obviously cyberpunk 2077 when it comes out um it's gonna be one of the best first person shooters slash rpgs ever made probably mm -hmm. um which is like because like i fairly enjoy first person shooters and i absolutely love rpgs it's going to be an awesome combo um and coming from these guys i mean they put out quality products mm -hmm. so like how like what do people want like i don't I, these people just oh my god let the game to be i don't care if the game got delayed till spring i wouldn't have minded yeah as long as it's a finished product that's the thing that's really really annoying well that's the thing like a lot of people i'm back by the way i'm just eating dinner um but a lot of people get really really pissed off and things like that what people don't realize is they're humans just like you and myself you know shit's gonna happen now like you just said i would rather have a late game than a polished turd yes yeah yes, yes. exactly like that's yeah it's absolutely ridiculous and like i was saying before breath of the wild was originally supposed to come out on the wii u um and it got pushed all the way back till finally the switch came out because it's not a finished product um and I think we've, yeah, was it Twilight Princess got pushed back too quite a bit. Um, but there's been a number of games that have been pushed back. Um, but then there's games like Street Fighter V, uh, Battlefield V, uh, Battlefield, was it three when it first came out? The online was absolutely terrible. Um, and it's all because they just stuck their guns right to that release date they announced, even when they first started developing the game. It's like, that's not a good idea. It's really no. not a good idea. No, you got to let, let's put it this way. If, if you don't stick to your date, I mean, if you stick to your date, you end up like Mass Effect Andromeda. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, there, there are, there are multiple multitude of other reasons why that game is hot shit. Not just releasing early. Mm -hmm. The writing was bad. The story was terrible. Characters were stupid, but the main thing is they didn't, they weren't willing to delay it. Hmm. Yeah, and that just, it really, really hurt them. And that's where the part of the downfall of EA started. Like, They admitted in an interview, they admitted in an interview they knew they should have delayed it. They knew there were problems with the game, but they didn't because, hello, EA. Yeah. That's why yeah, I like that. The... What's that, that, that last big game that EA came out with that was supposed to be really good and it was trash? Um, it was another loot shooter. The, the mech, the mech game, fucking. Not Titanfall. No, no, no. But it was mechs, though. Still, it was the hell is it called? Um, shoot, I was just reading an article about they're making a second one. Oh, are they? Yeah, I don't know how they got approved for that, but I can't. Yeah, like how is that same game. But yeah, I remember even playing like the freaking small little demo, and it was just like ridiculous. It was like what the, like I don't know. I don't, I don't know what people think. I don't know. I don't know what companies think. Like, like you can't release a, a game that's not done. You can't release a game that's yeah. You know I mean, that people are are not gonna not enjoy. Like, you, you think people are just gonna go? Oh, it just crashes sometimes. It's it does this. It's 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 okay. No, they're not. <laughs> they're going to rip you apart. Um, granted, like No Man's Skies has like completely done a three sixty now. But, anthem. Yeah, but anthem. Let's be real about No Man's yeah, yeah, Sky. Is that game? It wasn't because they didn't delay it. It was because they overpromised way too much crap that that wasn't going to be in the game for like another five years. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know. 
And they just announced that's that, why that, that, that game is going to be available day one on both yeah, consoles. And it's getting a ray tracing update for both consoles, actually. That'll probably look really good. Yeah. So that's going to be really, really cool. Um, which it's a fairly very decent game nowadays. Um, but the same thing like for Battlefield Five. If Battlefield Five like Battlefield Five is absolutely one of the best games, like that have been made for first person shooters, if you like first person shooters. But if it was delayed by even just a month, the release would have been so much better. And if it was also released with Firestorm, but they waited like six months to release that. Hell, um, if it was released the way it should have been and how the people that ordered it first got it when they ordered it instead of having to wait, like, days later. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was ridiculous. People, yeah, that was weird. Like, yeah. they were supposed to get it, like, a day ahead or something, and it never happened. Yeah, that was just a big mess up with logistics, though. Yeah. Um, and that can happen with any company. Um, So, I, I ain't gonna fault them too much of that, because that shit does happen. So, but... As far as, like, I mean, yes, that's really, like, annoying, obviously, Cyberpunk. But, obviously, I cannot... This game's going to be absolutely a stunning game. Um, it It's easily going to break ground. Um, I would say, like, the first Witcher game, maybe not so much, but the second Witcher game really kind of broke a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game is really, really, really going to... You know, I mean, it's going to set a new standard for first-person RPGs. And obviously, I think after this game comes out, we're going to see other R, like, first-person. No, person. nope. You know what I think? Why? Nope. Because the companies that you would expect it from will not pay the money to do it. This game took five or six years and way more money than any of these other companies are willing to do. I want them to, but you're not going to see, like, a new Mass Effect with a budget big enough to compete or a new Elder Scrolls with a budget big enough to complete. Because these companies care more about the money than about quality. CD Projekt Red knows that they can release a game that takes them six years and have a smaller profit line, but still make way more money because they have so much goodwill. It's just two different mindsets. Like the The next Fallout will be a good game, but it won't be anywhere near as good as even The Witcher 3. Just like they never are. Like I like Elder Scrolls, not one Elder Scroll games come anywhere close to as dense and good as which is The Witcher Three is, and that's not opinion. You just look at the fact of the of the density of how that game is put together. I've spent like four hundred hours on that game, and I'm still not done with it. It's insane, and these companies won't do that because they don't want to spend the money. Um, CD Projekt Red is more of a company that's like, we want to make sure that we don't fuck up our goodwill. So every time we make a game, we're going to throw all of all we have into that game to make sure our goodwill doesn't get screwed up. Yeah, well, well that's what I was thinking. Fallout 4 is a decent first-person shooter RPG, but it's no better than, like, like it's fun. It's replayability. But it, it's also, no better than, like, it also it's, has 100 million bugs that were in it when it came out. Yes, and it, it ran did. Like, and it runs like shit because they don't take the time to do any of the stuff that need to do with it. Yeah, um, which is true, which is which nobody wants. Nobody wants that. Um, but the thing is, though, like, like once you get the basic idea the same thing with like skyrim and any other older scrolls once you get the basic like idea of what the game how it works and how the game's like designed for the most part it's a fairly easy game and so are the rest of them um where so far when we see this project cd red like there is a way more in-depth element into every little bit of your character and the enemies and everything else that's going to be going on in this game that's going to be like a thousand levels deeper than anything these other people could have made 
So I am personally super excited for it. I know people like obviously like um like Ben are probably going to shit on the game because of that kind of depth it has in it. But I think if people, most people give it a chance, like Bazinga, like he likes Fresh and Fruits, like I think if you have a chance and played it, you'll probably get really into it. And Oh, yeah, I'm going to get it. Yeah. I don't hate RPGs. I just don't like turn-based RPGs. I like action RPGs. Act oh, yeah, yeah. See, I, I love turn-based RPGs. Nice. Yes. <clears throat> It just feels like, yeah, I don't know. Turn-based RPGs is like a very, like, you mean, almost like a chess match or like a very, like, there's a lot of thought into it, I guess you could say. It's very cerebral. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have time for that. (laughs) I don't have time to think. (laughs) Okay. Nintendo Direct Mini Partner showcases reveals new game details and surprise releases. During Nintendo Direct Mini Partner showcases the new year, Nintendo provided information about the variety of games coming from Nintendo Switch. Family system and development on the pushing game. Yeah, yeah. Square Enix, uh, Remedy Entertainment, Coda, uh, Coda yeah, 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 won't get all these. I can read all that. RPG sequel, Bravely Default 2, Farming and Lifestyle, Sim Story of Seasons, Pioneers of the Olive Town, uh, Greek mythology inspired action uh, adventure game, Immortals, uh, Phoenix Rising. And uh, Nintendo Switch version of Hitman 3 and Control, mind you. Um, so, yeah, which are, but but they're only playable through cloud streaming. Yes, because which we're not, gonna... not quite sure how that works yet. But but it's some like I we know how it works, but like with the Switch, I'm I'm saying, like how do you get it? Yeah. Do you buy it in cloud streaming? Do you is it part of your? Nintendo Online, you know, what is it? I think it'll be part of Nintendo Online or it'll be like a bonus, like you have to buy a plus package of Nintendo Online yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. <clears throat> and uh, obviously the Hyrule uh, Age of Calamity Hyrule Warriors uh, demo is out now. Mm-hmm. I have oh, to check out? that's super obvious. So <laughs> It's very, very good. Yeah, I can't wait to check it out. I need to download that. Um, there are so. also uh, No More Heroes 3. People are like excited about that but yeah it was, it was like a surprise direct yeah it's one of the mini directs so it's like yeah, yeah people don't get surprised by these because there's never I want, I want the real size direct we keep getting these bite size <laughs> i want the real one. Well, we had that one real one like a little bit ago and then the mini one before that so it seems like they're doing like mini big mini big mini big so Well, they did the indie one too. That's right. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Eh. So. So yeah. Now and to the big news. The big news. <clears throat> okay, AMD Radeon RX sixty eight hundred series is here to go head to head with Nvidia's three thousand series. So. They're introduced on the three new cards. We got the Radeon 6800 XT for 649, which isn't too bad. No. That's not too bad at all. Uh, and the, yeah, six, uh, 6800 series, which is 579. Um, 
and the 6900 series XT, which is about $1,000. Which is the one that's supposed to go against the 3090, obviously. So that's understandable why it's like $1,000. All these but, numbers are just messing with my head. Um, <laughs> but um, like the 6800, it's only like $60 more than the 3070. So if you're getting a little more performance, I mean. For the third. 3070 or 3080? 3070. I thought the 3070 was only 499. Yeah, the 3080 is... The 3080 uh, is 649. Yeah. Or 699, yeah. I'm so confused. So it's 50... Yeah, if it's $50 cheaper. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, it's I, supposed, I, that's I, supposed I, to go head-to-head with the um, 3080. And then the yeah. 6900 series is supposed to beat out the 3090. Which... Uh, I... Mm, I hope they do just because, but well, I was hoping for them to be a little bit cheaper. Yeah, same. But we knew they weren't going to be yeah. because the new Ryzen processors are also like almost Intel prices. Yeah. So I was expecting that. I was expecting an expensive card. I was, wasn't I quite know, expecting I was thinking, a thousand. This is pretty yeah, crazy. But I was thinking like maybe five ninety nine, not not six fifty. Mm. Right. Yeah, I was expecting like somewhere along the lines of like forty nine, six forty nine, and maybe seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. But thousand bucks, if they can really make that promise, if it's really going to compete and or beat the thirty ninety, a thousand dollars is not that bad. Well, yeah, yeah. So the sixty eight hundred XT versus the XT one, which is like the middle of the road rare one. Yep. 16 gigs of DDR memory, 20, oh yeah, 20, yeah, 2015 megahertz clock speed, 20, uh, 2250 megahertz boost clock speed, uh, 20.74 teraflops, huh. uh, and 72 compute units. And the 6900 has 80 compute units. Um, and so the big things here so the integrated uh, ray tracing is integrated into every single compute unit on the yes. chip. Oh. Um, <clears throat> They also have something called Xfinity memory, infinity memory, um, which is a freaking pretty much a huge L3 cache. Yes. Um, which I'm guessing now at this point, now that we know that when um, they were talking about when PlayStation was talking about their SSD and they said the performance is coming from the SSD and their IO, they couldn't say the RDNA two because Correct. it was confidential and it, it's because of this memory. That's what the performance was coming from. That's how we were able to see the crazy freaking AI from the demo they released because of how big this bandwidth of memory is. Like it made a lot more sense after in, they revealed that. In reality, you can also, since this card has an actual L3 cache on it, you could, in theory, make this like RAM, like actual RAM. You can use it for temporary storage. I was, yeah, I was just saying, well, so well, that's weird, yeah. but yeah. Well, if you pair, like if you pair, these cards with the supporting motherboard and uh, a Ryzen 500, uh, 5000 series. Yep. You can actually utilize it as RAM too. Correct. Um, which has never been done. No. It's the first time that's like this has ever happened. Well, it, it's so. the first time it's happened um, released to the public. Now you can do it with any graphics card. You can turn any graphics card you want into a hard drive or into usable RAM. It just takes. Oh programs and and all this other good shit to do it whereas this is going to be like an onboard 
when you're not gaming, holy shit, I just got extra RAM kind of thing. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, exactly. And you're getting DDR6 RAM, which is gaming. So, I mean, that's a whole other <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Yep. Um. So I think, like, granted, like, we're going to have to see these, like, really head-to-head when people get a hold of the actual cards and we see real-world benchmarks. Like, how well is it going to stack up against the 3000 series? But so far from what they've told us, holy crap, like, they are really holding their weight. 24 gigabytes for the <laughs> the top line. Holy yeah. hell. And they added, like, this, like, there's a mode called Rage Mode. I guess you can, uh, like, turn on in software. But all it does is pretty much turn your fans on to full high yeah. and boost it. It only gives you, like, 1% to 2% or, like, on average. So it's, like, it's not it's really like afterburner. Accurate. See, yeah. that's what I like so much about, like, my 2080 Ti. Like, I can go ahead and play games all day long. My fans never turn on. <laughs> only when it gets to a certain CPU threshold or a temperature threshold, and they turn on, like, 40%. You don't ever hear my graphics card. Ever. Yeah. So, and as far as, like, for, so anybody doesn't know, so the 3000 series eats up, like, freaking power. Yep. Like, it's like going out of style. <laughs> so uh, you need like you need like three eight pins on like was it 3090? You need three eight pins on that card. Yep. Which is just silly. <laughs> um um and all these cards, I think, all use two eight pins. Two. Yeah. So and they well, also... do for their flagship. They don't know about third party cards yet. No, they don't know. That's right. So that and they also point out that this is going to be obviously they're, they are a big focus on consuming less energy, obviously, with as much performance as they can get out of it while using less energy. And they only require you to have a 600-watt power supply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in the same token, that, that extra power has to go somewhere. So I'm expecting just like everything AMD, these things are going to run very hot. Yeah, like the my old, the one that's dying, the 7970. It barely runs now. <laughs> Yeah, I think one of the VRAM chips had to have gone on that thing. Yeah, I gotta get a uh, replacement. Yeah. If I could find like a 1050 Ti for like 80 bucks or something. Probably could. Yeah. So, I mean, but like so far, I was impressed obviously what Zoo presented. Like, what this thing can possibly do when it showed like the stats for like 4K 60 frames per second. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, that uh, 69 XT is very uh, convincing. <laughs> it's like, ooh, but I'm not going to spend $999 on it. But, like, it'll play. That's $500 cheaper than my card. Yeah, I know. It'll play Battlefield 5 at 122 frames a second in 4K. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, in 4K. If you have the monitor that can do that, but. Well, yeah, of course, but. But that's just crazy and just think this core these this graphics architectures in ps5 and xbox one x yeah so freaking mental yeah (laughs) yeah which brings us up to our obviously next topic uh the closer look at the xbox series x obviously we're gonna cover the ps5 as well um now that we know a lot more details about it so and obviously, I know Grim really wants to bring this up because I'm sure he's itching about it. 
So we will address the internet troll. Well, they're not trolls. They're just uninformed. Uninformed. No, they're, yeah. they're stupid people. They're <laughs> informed. No, no. The reason why I say that is because they're informed. They're just ignoring it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's what it is. They know that they're wrong, but they refuse to admit it because they think they're warriors and they think they're going to somehow save Xbox if they fucking stand up and warrior the stupidest arguments in the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they go through this shit every release yep. of a new system. It's just, it, it, this isn't anything new. It's mm. not. No, it's not. It's just the, the PlayStation's going to sell thing. more, plain and simple, always does, literally always does, but it, it's just going to be what community are you in? I, that's it. I mean, I don't know. No, I don't ahead, understand Nate, why people I'm have to like, fight over this crap. I don't I, get it. I'm tired and i'm not feeling too great so i'll let you lead this off okay so so i'll reiterate some of this so like we were just talking about earlier with like two seconds ago at the ps5 obviously we know a little more details of how that ssd is actually working um with the rna2 um and it is the same like it is the only difference it's slightly there's two different like versions of it one for xbox series x and one for playstation that's just slightly different it's the same chip it's working the same way and nobody can say it's not, or else it wouldn't have been labeled RDNA two. Now I thought uh, that I thought it, that the whole uh, your your speed thing was about the SSD though with the PlayStation. Yeah, it is, but we did we were wondering how we it didn't know how it worked. So yeah, the GPU so, is making the SSD work that way. Yes, faster. Yeah, well, so, part it's part of it. It's also the DIO and the well the they design were saying, of the yeah. cp of the dd uh, ssd well, there's a lot of things going into it like it's not just one thing it's a lot of things going into making this thing run the way it does well he said stuff on the i what he said in this in this press conference he said and there's things on the io that are allowing for peak performance for this ssd design he couldn't say what it was mm. yeah now we know it's this infinity bandwidth that's allowing the crazy amounts of speed like a like this bandwidth that this GPU can use, but that—that's not the time. That's not what the internet stupidity argument is. Essentially, what's going on is Sony has their own version of the RNDA. RDA. Is RDA. RDA. RDA two. Yeah. Okay, they have their own version of these things on their system that is custom built that doesn't fit into that stuff because that stuff. It works in unison with DX12, which obviously Sony's not going to have. Right. Well, using Vulcan, they, well, even if you actually no, no, they're using Vulcan or something like they're that. They're using like, a Vulcan, oh, no, they are. but if it's the same chip, if you were actually able to put Windows on, well, the yes, I'm not talking about the chip, dude. I'm saying the software behind it. Oh, yeah. The Xbox is running on DX12. The yes. Sony one is running on Vulcan. Okay. Well, that's they not are both. No, that's not confirmed. Okay. It's war. It's run. It's not running on DX. It's got to be running on something else. The only other logical one is Vulcan. Well, yes, yes. But no, we won't confirm it. Okay, it's not confirmed. But the point being is that their software does the same thing that that other software does differently. Mm -hmm. There are two different softwares doing the same thing. But the Xbox crazy retard people, and I'm going to call them that because that's what they are, are under the impression that they have magically invented things that can't be done on Sony's hardware because it doesn't exist on that hardware. Not understanding that the reason why they're not calling it what they're calling it on Xbox is because they have their own version of it. It's just the same product 
named differently. Like when morons go to a store and buy a pair of shoes that are $400 and I buy a pair that are $40 and they're both made in China by the same goddamn people. <laughs> yeah, very true. That's essentially what it is. It, uh, it's a one of them. Oh God, I, I closed the page. It was like R something shader, RE shader or something like that. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, it was like variable render shader or something like the VRS. And they were like, well, there you go. Sony's do doesn't have VRS. No, it doesn't. Because it has something else that does the same goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason That's why how say, hardware works. The reason why That's how software not, works. The reason why I say it's not confirmed, the only thing is that Sony and Nintendo both said that their next generation consoles will have Vulcan support. Um, but we don't necessarily know if that's actually 100% true, if what games are using it or games not using it. Right. We have no idea if Sony went and made their own um, API to actually... Yes, that's basically games. what's going on. Sony has know. made their own... Their, yes, they have. He yeah. said that in that thing, that they have made their the highly customized stuff that they built from ground up. Yeah. The best way to describe this is, remember how you used to always hear about DirectX? Every time a new Xbox comes out, someone goes, yeah, well, the new X -X Xbox has got DirectX, so that's going to kill everything. You know, DirectX throws a bunch of stuff that no one else can do. And then you're like, really? Because there's like four other companies making software for making games that do the exact same thing. They're just not DirectX. Yeah. And people act like people act like this stuff doesn't exist. There are multiple companies that make their own APIs and their own engines and their own stuff. Just because they're not using DirectX doesn't mean they don't have those things. Yeah, and granted, obviously, people can say it's a little more of a coincidence that um, Chrono, uh, what the hell, Chrono, whatever, the people that make a, the, the Vulcan API, that within this last year, all of a sudden, like, it has full ray tracing support. So, who knows? Yeah, know. dude, if this argument's retarded because a year ago, when they first got ready to announce these systems... People were like, well, the PlayStation's not going to have ray tracing because they're going to use Vulcan, and Vulcan doesn't have ray tracing. And I'm like, you people are so goddamn dumb. It's like, you don't understand that these developers are constantly developing the software. That's what it's for. Yeah. Well, I, I can stop you all now. They <laughs> Xbox came out with something. They Like, it was just announced. The Xbox Series X refrigerator. Oh, I saw that. They're giving it away for free. Uh, dude, for, in some context, it has forty-eight you know, more teraflops. <laughs> Woody put it good earlier when we were. I, I'm not sure if it was during the podcast or if it was before the podcast. But Woody put it perfectly when he was like, "When you go into the store and you look at the cereal aisle, you see the bottom aisles where the kids can see it are filled with all the the marketing ploy sugary stuff with all the mascots and all the beautiful stuff all over yep. it. And then up top is the the non-marketing ploy bullshit. That's literally what Sony and Microsoft are. For example, Sony has, Sony has, when you buy the PS5, a bunch of games are getting free up updates for their like, for graphic engines and shit for the PS5. Mm -hmm. Okay, they don't have a fancy name for it. Microsoft is doing the same thing, but they call it game. Uh, was it like game? Not Game Pass. It was like smart smart delivery or something microsoft yeah, smart yeah, delivery yeah. i think it is and people are like wow microsoft has smart delivery sony don't have that and i'm like they didn't spend a million dollars coming up with a catchphrase you retard they have it they just didn't spend a million dollars coming up with sony sony upgradable or whatever stupid x like marketing ploy that you idiots fall for every time they make a marketing ploy 
Well, yeah. Um... Microsoft is a marketing company. So when they come up with something, they market it. Like they're good at marketing. So if they come up with Game Pass, they figure out a way to market it so you think it's original. But yeah. it's really just something that's been around for a while. And other services like Gamefly or that service before that died real quickly. The, what was it? It was like, remember the console that came out that had it like two years before Game Pass? Oh, yeah. yeah. On live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, the every time gaming. Microsoft does something, they make, they, they put this giant marketing ploy behind it. But when you get by all the packaging, it's just something that someone else has done before. And it's yeah. nothing, it's cool, but it's not like, well, like the smart made a big deal. Stadia made a big deal, even though it's terrible. Yeah, but I'm not talking about the the the, the thing itself. But it, the smart delivery is the best example. Mm-hmm. Smart delivery is a great thing, but it's not smart delivery. It's just something that both consoles are doing, and Microsoft threw a marketing phrase on it because they knew they could trick people into believing they had something special. Mm-hmm. Special when it's, what it's, they have is the same exact thing that other. The other, the competitors have. It's a free upgrade. <laughs> and it's been on the computers for years. Because on the oh, computer, yeah. you buy a game and then you get graphical updates for them games for free. How, you know, how, many, always times existed. Is, how many times has Skyrim got a graphical update? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, oh they, it's God. always existed. But only Microsoft are the ones that are standing on a mountain slamming a box. Telling you that their freaking smart delivery is special. And people like, believe it. Skyrim it's can play 720p. Ridiculous. Now it can play 1080p. Guess what, everybody? 4K. Now it's got VR. So it's like so so graphical. It's a, it's realistic. I like I said, it's just it's just a marketing ploy with this stuff. Sony has the, the system is capable of doing almost exactly the same thing as the Xbox. They're not going out of their way to scream about it because they believe that their games will sell their system. Microsoft believes that their marketing will sell the system. It's two different angles. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to sell you the system. One is throwing smoke in your ass and the other one's just telling you about their games. Yeah, we we said from the beginning when we found out the basic specs that they're basically the same thing with little tweaks on both sides. It's all about the games and how they use the console. The only difference is literally that the Xbox is a better GPU and Sony's SSD is much, much faster. Yeah, but... That's it, the it's, only it's... difference. Well, no, they're pretty, pretty balanced out because from what No, there's already, there's already been people who have discussed this. The, the setup for the PlayStation is much faster than the Xbox setup. This no, has no. been broken down countless times, dude. No, it has. That's what I'm saying. Like, PlayStation's going to be running on an overclock. Um, that's why the cooling is so enormous. Yeah. Well, the problem so, is nobody's played any of the games for the new systems. I'm sure behind the scenes they have, and it's probably they can't talk about it, but nobody's been like, oh, I played Ratchet and & Clank, and it was unbelievable. You know, nobody's been able to say that. Uh, Same I've with Xbox. people talking about it, Ratchet & Clank, dude. How? How they get the game? That's some, the people are, some people are playing demos of the stuff. There's Japanese influencers who have gotten a bunch oh, of games. The Jap- and I, yeah, you're right. The Japanese people got on like wafers. They were doing. A yeah, bunch of but there's also been people who have played the demos. But th- like, like I said, we're not. I'm not debating what's better or what's not. I'm just. I'm sick and tired of. Being, to, to Microsoft's credit, they're really good at this. But I'm sick and tired of them having a goddamn marketing frenzy around something that everybody else is doing, and they're and everybody loses their shit like they're doing something good. Like they're like the Apple of gaming now. 
with yep. that shit, except they're unsuccessful at selling consoles. But they literally, like, Apple will come out and go, we added a headphone to your phone. <laughs> and Apple fans are like, oh my god, they added a headphone! And people are like, isn't that something that we could do before? Like, no, what? it's a special. It's the Apple iHeadphone. It's a new thing. <laughs> my name like, is John idiots. Ives, and I've just created the headphone jack. Yeah. Um... We, we just created smart delivery. What's smart delivery? Oh, it's when your game gets updated with better graphics like they do on the PC all the time for free. It's when Amazon Oh, my knocks. God. It's when Amazon knocks on your door instead of just dropping it at the door. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I'm getting tired of it. And don't I know Sony people will do it too. It's just Sony is not heavily in as heavy with marketing as Microsoft, so they don't you don't see them spitting out crazy marketing oh, oh. bullshit. Well, no, no, okay, so yes, all the time. No, no, I'm sure yes there's some. No. I'm sure there's some. There Sony is, but it's not like as constant. Well, That's no, my point. No, it's not as constant in the Western uh, culture. A lot of commercials for Japanese products, especially PlayStation and Nintendo, don't ever even hit the western market at all because it a lot of it's catered toward japanese culture which we wouldn't get we would go what the hell Nate, <laughs> i'm not talking about them showing pit commercials but yeah. what i mean is like when once in a while you'll get an outrageously stupid thing from them but like for example sony's new ps5 commercial is just a bunch of different ps5 characters like on ships on planes and all that flying along and then it says like it says like power your dream or something and that's it it's yeah, just because, a picture of all their characters. Because okay? that's a very American thing to do. Yes, but that but that is nowhere near as infuriating as a, a commercial for, again, smart delivery, where they try to convince you that this thing they're doing is something special when everybody else is doing it. Mm. Like, Sony's relying on their characters and their brand. Microsoft relies on telling people how cool they are. And nothing is less cool than someone going around telling you that they're cool. They're cool. <laughs> like that just makes them immediately hey, Grim, not cool. You're cool. Yeah, I, I'm totally so cool, dude. Cool. That's why I hate half the movies Nate likes because he comes and overhypes them, and by the time he gets done, I'm like, it's probably not gonna be that good, and he's ruined my expectation. <laughs> right, Microsoft rant done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. But either way, yeah, so everybody knows both counselors are very equally just as powerful. Um, in the end, it matters, like, who you like as developers. Like I've said many, many times, like, obviously, I prefer, like, a lot of the developers that work for Nintendo Corporation. That's why I think the Switch <coughs> is probably the best system. Um, and I will still probably think that way after Xbox Series X comes out and PS5 comes out. Yep. Um, mostly, mostly because of the people, the companies that develop for the Nintendo and Nintendo themselves. Um, I'm going to get a lot more enjoyment out of the games. Yeah, that's all would, really then, matters. Then, then I wouldn't out of any... And then obviously second would be PlayStation. Like, easily PlayStation. Dude, like, dude I, God I, of War has confirmed my PlayStation buy. Like, I can't wait to play the sequel, so like, I'm never... I'm. It's not happening. I'm getting and, a PlayStation because of that. Yeah, and it's not like knocking on Xbox or anything, but like I honestly couldn't think of like one game I'd want to play on the Xbox. A lot of people, are, what about Halo? Halo is not that great to me. Um, it's only a mediocre shooter. What? Uh, Halo's amazing. Like, dude, <laughs> here, here you go, right here. I, I found the thread. I've been looking for it the whole time. So, Digital Foundry claims PlayStation Five does not exhibit any evidence of variable rate 
shading used in the PS5 showcase. And the very first comment is, pretty sure I called this months ago, it's patented. It's a patented development. No one else is allowed to use it. What? Are you fucking <laughs> stupid, dude? Even if they patent it, they, they can, can get, still it's do it. It's license. <laughs> even if they, no, even if they patent that, they can still do it. They just have to do it differently. Well, yeah, and call it something different. Yeah, that's all it's. That's, not, it's not like they can legally stop you from doing it. And just, <laughs> that's obviously what Vulcan is, obviously. So we, yeah, so yeah, we can assume it's Vulcan, but we're not one hundred percent sure. If we know how Sony works, we all know how Sony works. It's going to be Sony's own thing. Yeah, probably. they do that all the time. Seeing how like, proprietary they are. And yeah, all this shit doesn't matter because devs have been complaining that the Xbox is tricky to develop for the new Xbox. And that is like the number one big problem. Remember the PS3? Hey, guess what, guys? The Ooh. PS3 was the PS3 was a hundred times like not a hundred times. It was a lot more powerful than the 360. But that shit was so hard to wrap your head around that you couldn't use the power. Right. Yeah, it was. It was like one of the absolute hardest systems to develop. So That's why I'm The so... Last of Us looks so brilliant on that system because they finally, by the end of the thing, they la- they wrapped their head around it. Yeah, it, it's just yeah. weird how they're saying it's harder to develop for when it's the same the same architecture, literally. Yeah, <laughs> literally the same. There's really not any. There's not a whole lot of difference this time around at all. Not that there was a whole lot of difference between PS4 and Xbox at either. Um, the only difference is now like they're both using X64 when the last time they're using X86 architecture. Yep. So there's really yeah, there's not gonna yeah, it's gonna be it's pretty easy sailing from this point on. I just hope Nintendo comes out with their supposed new Switch and just destroys everybody. And they're they're saying just, they're saying that it's supposed to have some kind of little LCD screen on it too. Yep. I don't, I, I don't need them to destroy everybody. I just need them to put enough of a presence where like Square goes, let's start making some old school style RPGs. That would be sweet. That's not like so much about it. It's like, oh, hey, we're going for a ride. I'm gonna stop playing my game. Hold on. Cool. Yeah. I can play my game now. Well, they already said that when after the success of Octopath Traveler, they said we were going to be developing more games like this in the future. Yeah, but they haven't really. It's been a while since Octopath, and I've seen. Nothing. We need it. We need an updated Chrono Trigger. Is what we need. Yeah, well, we need I Chrono will admit I'm excited. I well, maybe Chrono 50/50 Trigger remastered. <laughs> I want to be excited for Bravely Default too. Yeah, but same. at the same time, I wasn't a huge fan of Bravely Default One. I liked like. There it. were things I liked, but there were things I hated. Like, if you paid attention to that game, dude, every dungeon was the same in that game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so, but, like, with Chrono Trigger, so, if anybody doesn't know, so, we're kind of dipping into the tech side, but we'll just go real quick. So, Chrono so Chrono Break was the third licensed title um, for the series that was supposed mm-hmm. to be made. Never got done. Um, there was a fan-made one that was coming out. Nintendo took them to court and won and of had course. them destroy all Not the- Nintendo Square, because Square owned the game. Well, yeah, um, we took them to court and they had to destroy all the assets. So yeah, I can actually still find that trailer. So as of, um, was it three months? No, I think it was March actually. So as of March, that copyright, that trademark, whatever, ran out. Oh. So anybody, unless Square or Nintendo goes and re-ups this, which they probably already did, 
anybody can go ahead. No, they haven't actually. They I've, haven't. I've, I've, no, I've been actually paying because obviously with different like RPG podcasts and stuff I listen to, they haven't. That's crazy. So people, so those same people, if they have the gall, they can go back and fully make their game and have no. There, there's the trailer for the, re, the what they were doing with it. It was yeah. called Chrono Trigger Resurrection, and it was just, it was literally just like ten minutes of gameplay, but it. Oh my god. Yeah, and now the reason why so the only leak we actually got about Chrono Break was that it was supposed to actually tie both games together, and you were going to cross dimensions and time. Um, oh God, and I that's all we got, sugar, man. Yeah, and it would have been awesome. Like it would have been really cool to see both games come together as one. Like, oh, <laughs> it just never happened. Maybe that's maybe. That's the thing with Chrono Cross, too. People hate on that game, but people have to understand it's not that it was a terrible game. It's a terrible Chrono Trigger re uh, sequel because it doesn't feel like Chrono Trigger, but it's an excellent game on its own. Well, even the developer, he said, no, he said, I wanted this game to feel nothing like Chrono Trigger because you're in a different dimension. He's like, the game takes place in a whole other dimension from not. It's game. not a different dimension. It's a different timeline because it the, the timeline splits. Yeah, it so is because, it goes into a whole different world, basically. Yeah, yeah but he, he wanted it to feel because this is not the game. This is not the world you came from in Chrono Trigger. This is a whole other world. Oh, uh, we can't. We got to stop because yeah, we, we can do it five hours. On well, Chrono. we can go on about. I can go on about Chrono Trigger for like four or five hours. <laughs> the game is so goddamn good. One of these days, we should really do a series where we play it as yep. a group, sit down and play the whole thing, not at once, but like over a course of a episodes yeah, play yeah. Through that, that, would, be that fun. would be fun oh yeah both games are just so good and the second one probably is the best music well the first one does too absolutely no, the, the, i tell you right now it, it's the music's good in the first one chrono cross is a million times better that's chrono how good cross chrono cross is, awesome. is their music i listen to their music still like when i sit down for example shadowlands is coming out soon when i get set up to play shadowlands i'll be just streaming i'll just be playing chrono cross in in my headset for like nine hours straight while I play. But uh, I'll say though, for a Super Nintendo game, like Chrono Trigger had an awesome score. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, 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 the original creator actually hospitalized the composer because he wouldn't stop working. Yeah, <laughs> Literally like, got hospitalized. That guy, that guy <laughs> is amazing. How good the music in that game is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the same guy too. So I mean. Great. Now I'm going to play through Chrono Cross again and Chrono Trigger. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to technology, everybody. Okay. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We are going to talk about technology and all the fun, geeky stuff, along with pop culture. We have a Matrix topics, if you don't know. but So just stay right where you are on this podcast. Keep on listening, especially if you enjoy technology. And remember to rate us. You can head over to iTunes. You can give us a rating. And a lot of podcast apps nowadays actually allow ratings which obviously gets circulated. A lot of these go back to iTunes, but if you could, if you would, please give us a rating. Let us other people know about the podcast. It lets people that are enthusiasts about tech and pop culture and gaming know about the podcast. And you can also share it out on social media. And that way is a great way to get your message out. Like, Hey, I checked out this podcast. You might want to check it out. Um, so anyway, let's move on to technology. And before we get into any of these topics about Apple, about water on the moon, about Windows 10 update, and about set leaks from the Matrix 4, and all that fun stuff, what the heck has everybody been checking out this week? 
Nothing well, much not for the me. Matrix, for Christ's sakes. <clears throat> what did I, I have? I just uh, new episode of Warrior. That was pretty good. I checked out the first ten minutes of a new anime uh, made by Netflix, and the animation was terrible, so I laughed and shut it off. Right. Um, lots of Critical Role. Oh man, just a lot of D and D content. I'm trying to find a new D and D show to watch because I can't. I can't wait a week to watch Critical Role, so I need something in between. <laughs> Other than that, nothing really. I've been watching um, John Wolf or Harshly Critical do his playthrough of the new Amnesia game, Rebirth. Pretty sweet game. Nowhere near as scary as the other two. Not even well, close. Well, the second one's not really scary, but the first yeah, one. Yeah, was... the first one was terrifying. Yeah. The the new one, the Rebirth, it's it definitely has its freaking moments. <laughs> it, it's Amnesia, but... It's nothing like the other ones. I'm waiting for uh, especially the first one. PewDiePie's uh, take of it because that's where oh, that's how, that's that's how we got started. Yeah. He used to play. That's when he was like nobody. He used to yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. That's when we. That's what how we found it. Amnesia. Yeah, uh, we were like yeah between him and Toby our, games. Yeah, we were laughing our ass off at him like freak out. We're like this is great. <laughs> You're coming with me, Stefano. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He was picking shit up and walking with it. Oh yes, yes. That's right. Oh man, those were the days. Yeah, why we didn't start a YouTube channel then? I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. We're we were just idiots. Yeah, Snape, Snape, <laughs> Severus Snape. Which is that's like gone. I know it doesn't matter. I still I still yeah, watch yeah. it every now and then. It's like a classic. Okay. So what's everybody else been checking out? Uh, we we had like a movie night the other night. After Talia went to bed with uh, me, my girlfriend, her mom, and her brother, and it was, they watched freaking Bad Mom's Christmas. I don't know why we watched a Christmas movie, but it was raunchy as hell. Like, I was like, holy shit, like, swearing and, and cussing and freaking male strippers and fr- it was like what the hell's going on <laughs> it was well, that's weirdest- right up that's right up grim's alley it was the <laughs> yeah. weirdest thing i've ever seen and like there's there's this one chick and she's like uh she works at a spa and she's like if i have to wax one more you know what i'm gonna go crazy well then the male stripper comes in and he's like i, I need my balls waxed <laughs> and they fall in love <laughs> they're, they're like they're, she's like wax him he doesn't even flinch he's like Quick! what what of it you know it's like they're just staring at each other it was the weirdest fucking thing i i find it funny that you consider that raunchy and i'm like dude i watch south park that shit's tame right uh, i don't oh. think of south park as a raunchy thing though. i have la blue girl on in the background <laughs> but it, it was i don't know it was weird i've never oh. seen la blue girl neither have i no I don't want to see the blue girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so anyway, anyway, uh, Grim, what the hell are you been watching? Obviously, I just you know, told you. Know, you. Know, you told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's everybody. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I did obviously check out the new Borat movie. Um, oh, God, why? Forgot about that. I, I like I said, I watched it for like a half hour. I was like, I can't anymore. It's too boring. <laughs> it was. It's very slow. Oh my God. It, the whole movie was that entire movie was just done so he could have a political message by the end. Well, yeah, that's all it was. That's yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't anything about being funny or creative. Oh, some parts just are pretty another, funny. 
just a cele- another uh, uh, Hollywood celebrity telling people what to do while at the same time being a piece of shit themselves. Hmm. Some parts are pretty funny. I mean, granted, like it isn't like my type of comedy, but actually, some parts were actually pretty funny. Yeah, but they're, they're also ridiculous. Like, Ray, uh, Rudy Giuliani, old man, not married. I'm pretty sure he's single. Hot woman, basically hits on him, goes up to his room, and then all of a sudden he's do he's a creeper. Looked to me like she wanted to bang him. If you're fucking 70 years old and a hot chick tries to bang you, you're not going to say no. <laughs> he wasn't being a creeper at all. Yeah. If he's, That's if not he's how not it works. If I'm an old man and some freaking 25-year-old girl goes, I'm horny for old men. Want to go out and I'm single? <laughs> sure. I'm not going to go, I can't do that because that's politically wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, go, dude. I'll be dead in five years. Let's relive my childhood, my my youth, one my more time. Childhood, he says. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I started when I was young, man. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, uh, Rudy Giuliani got divorced last year. Yeah, yeah. he's single, so I I understand. Like the idea that you could try and tell me he he was doing something wrong because some girl basically baited him up into her. He didn't rape her or attack her or even touch her. He just yeah. went up there thinking, hey, I got lucky. This girl's I got a thing for old men. That's all he did. He looks like crap, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, um, but whatever. like I said, the, the movie was a political, nothing more yeah, than a political, yeah, yeah. political hit job. It, so, the old one was about being funny, and it was hilarious. Yeah. So two other things I definitely have to recommend, even though it's older. Definitely check out Haunting a Hill. I'm actually finishing it now because I want to check out uh, Haunting a Bly Manor. Um, Haunting Hill House is really good. Yeah. Never checked out. Um, be ready to be disappointed because the sequel's not as good. It's, it, yeah, okay. Well, we'll see. Um, anyway, and but I do have to check, like, this season of freaking Fargo is awesome. Like, Chris Rock, like, he's only somewhat impressed me a little bit in his career here and there. Dude, like, he like, was the king. I like some of his comedy, and the others I don't really care for. Um, he's funny sometimes. Um, but holy crap, he plays such like a good like mob like like a head mobster like kind of guy. He he's just really really good. Like he's done a really really good job. Like some parts are really fucking like he he comes across pretty scary. So, um, I definitely recommend like obviously definitely go check. Obviously, if you never check out Fargo. You're you're missing a whole lot. You need to watch Fargo. <laughs> Fargo is absolutely one of the best TV series ever made, by far. I don't know. Um, and the fact that it's all one storyline, but they don't tell it in a linear fashion. They tell it in like segments across like a hundred years. So, huh. it's really really good. And you see, that I, actually turns me off of it. If you had told me that the whole thing was based in the forties or thirties, I might be more excited because I well, just like that setting. Well, this season's in like the fifth. I think it's the fifty. Yeah, fifties. Yeah, that one is. But I'd have to watch the rest of the seasons to keep track, which no, means I'd have to watch don't. the two thousand six season. Yeah, because you just said they were linked. No, no. Okay, they're linked in very subtle ways. Yeah, they're, but they're, I, I'm someone who would want to follow that subtle shit. So I'd have to watch the first three seasons before I get to the time frame I like. Like there's like yeah, there's like links between direct links between some of them. Like there's a direct link between the first season and the movie. Um, and obviously there's direct links between like the last season and the first season. 
Um, and then there's some links between the first season and the second season that go backwards. Um, and then the one thing, so, and just a spoiler, anybody listening, I want to have an answer to the UFO. Damn it. <laughs> That's all I ask. I UFO. want you to not say what that is because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Damn there was it. a UFO at some point in the no, series. No, I want to hear about there. it. <laughs> no, at some point in the series, there's a UFO. They've never said anything about it or where it came from or what it is or what it's about. And that's, I want to know. That's Damn the it. point. They saw it and they just said nothing, spoke never again. Yeah, I'm like, what? Said, I want to know. We're never going to talk about this. Oh. Uh. When they sucked us up into the thing and you know penetrated us, we don't. We will not talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> oh, the UFO, I thought we were talking about movies, <laughs> not Ron Jeremy's lifestyle. So yeah, no, that's the thing. Actually, I was checked out. Um, well, Ron Jeremy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the the this a new documentary called The Phenomenon. Ron Jeremy. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear he smells funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually it has a lot of credible people from like the Air Force and whatnot that um and different militaries uh about like that whole thing, like how the US government came forward and said, Yes, the videos from 2017 are real. And they are unidentified flying objects from other worlds that we do not know where they or what they're doing or why they're here. Um that, that's what saved Tom DeLong's ass. Yeah. So um, and the guy who actually was on the documentary, the guy who actually was behind the cockpit doing recording some of those footage with the, well, with the Tic Tac, um, he said that was only one of the videos you saw. He said, we have videos of close-ups of these things and they are seamless. Like if he, he said, you imagine like a giant Tic Tac, like you, like a giant made out of metal, no rivets, nothing. He's like, we have no idea how to explain how this thing was even like being propelled at all not a, not a clue they were using fart propulsion uh, yeah so and this guy like he's like no there was a lot of you like you only saw a very small portion of the videos we actually have and i was like holy shit so makes you wonder release them please <laughs> you release well, the others those ones were leaked from a guy he was actually on the documentary too a guy that worked for the pentagon well i think they said um, they were supposed to start releasing things on a certain date or something yep yeah so but yeah that's like you think that 2020 is the year we finally get disclosure and everybody goes yeah okay right everything else <laughs> going on in 2020 what the hell yeah, yeah. People just like, I'll just check it off my list. That's okay. That's the part that blew me away. It's just like these people are admitting there's fucking ET, you know, extra testicles, and Ron Jeremy. Everybody's like, oh, it's it's okay, cool. I mean, aliens. He exists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't 2020, what 2020 was, it probably would have been the absolute biggest headline ever oh, to hit no down yeah. Earth. in history. <laughs> yeah, there no, are it's... aliens. What? You know, and that would have been the thing. Like it would have been, you know, aliens. All of a sudden, the next headline would be Rosie O'Donnell tells a funny joke. Oh, it's okay. I don't care about her. Aliens? Aliens? Dude, no one cares about Rosie O'Donnell. It's twenty twenty. What's aliens? Who cares? Aliens? Whatever. Somebody's gonna release the Kraken, and I'm not mean taking a shit either. (laughs) I mean, it's Rosie O'Donnell. No one gives a damn about her. This is accurate. But anyway, so let's get into our first topic. So that is our first topic, Rosie. Why no one gives a damn about her? So, Windows new update has permanently removed Adobe Flash. 
because it's not really needed anymore. No, no. HTML5 is yeah. the is now the reigning king. <laughs> so, like, I don't know why we didn't do this sooner. Actually, is why yeah, right. So like, Flash is a haven for people wanting to manipulate your computer and take your yep. data. And from holy and, crap! And from what I read, it will not let you install it again. Correct. Oh, good, yeah. good, good. You cannot install it at all if you download the new update. It would probably end up like how Java is with all the freaking Trojans and shit anyway. With yeah. All the viruses. Yeah. Holy crap. Like the only reason I have Java is because of Minecraft. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's yeah. That's like it. Because for some reason the Windows version they won't let you do stuff. Yeah, you can't mod the Windows version for yeah. reasons. I was, I was, I was about to say that because I haven't been like on the scene about it. Like, why ain't the Windows version modded? Yeah. You have to pay for like skins. You have to pay for yeah, yeah. texture packs. It's so dumb. No, it's mm. I like the, to download them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Someone needs to make a, I don't even know what you call it, a clone of Minecraft, but don't call it Minecraft. Minecraft. have it running on HTML5. Minecraft. There was actually a really good one called Creativeverse that's oh. actually not bad. It is... I was actually playing it yesterday because I bought it a while ago. It is beautiful. Like, hmm. beautiful. And it literally plays like Minecraft. Oh, shit. When did it come out? Uh, let me hop on my Steam page here. Your library. Scroll up to see now, create a verse. It came out. Uh, store page, store page. Here we go. It has very positive reviews May 8th of 2017. Oh, no shit. Interesting. It's free to it play. Actually is a, it is free. It's also free to play. Yeah. It's free to play now. It's really fun. Ooh, I've checked that out. I think I might have it. I think I played it for a little while with uh with uh uh our friend there that we played uh seven days to die with oh glenn oh no gabe gabe i mean well yeah well yeah what was his name? but we played a game with something like that i don't remember what yeah it called, though. i think it's my friend glenn plays this too he's the one who got me into it hmm. it's a lot of fun i enjoyed it Yeah, it must have been because it is one of my games. So <laughs> I did play it. Yeah, Muggalo. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely looks a lot different than it used to. I can tell you that. So they've updated it quite a bit, probably. Yeah. Seven yeah. Days to Die. That's a game I haven't heard in a long time. Wow. I'm still chugging along quite well, actually. Two it's developers. Crazy. Never That's been crazy. more than two developers. <laughs> it's crazy. So what's this about Apple? Okay. So. Apple um, develops alternative to Google search. So Apple is stepping up efforts to develop a search technology as U.S. antitrust authorities threaten multiple billions of dollars in payments that Google makes to secure prime placement of its engine on the iPhone. Um, but won't this make Apple in the same issue, having the same problem? No. No, no, not exactly. Um because they just want to have their own search functionality yeah. like within their f iPhones so that they are not, you know I mean, having to use, especially if something, look, so worst case scenario, something actually happens to Google. Mm -hmm. Now, this search engine that everybody's relying on on their phone, if they're iPhone, well, you're out of luck. I don't even use Google. I have DuckDuckGo. 
Yeah, that's what I used to. Yeah. So, so they're trying, like, obviously, like Apple could obviously just go ahead and use one of the other ones, but it's Apple. They got to make their own. <laughs> well, but it's, it, it's funny because if you go into your settings, internet, oh, I'm going to find it, Safari, search engine, they give you the option of Google, Yahoo, Bing, or DuckDuckGo. You oh, can select okay. to write in your settings. And um, yeah, I use DuckDuckGo myself because it's better than Google. And they don't, um, what do you, what's that word I'm looking for? Like censor people. Oh, I see what you mean. So I guess two and a half years ago, Apple poached Google's head of search. Fucking kiss um, Oh my God, they cut someone's head off? So. I'm John, sorry, dude. I, I only got half of what you said. John uh, Deandra. Anyway, the hire was obviously the boost the artificial intelligence capacity of Siri. Um, which Siri obviously still can't really compete too much against um, Google or not even Alexa close. Or, or Alexa. And Cortana is just way back in the distance somewhere, like yeah, hiding in the corner. Google is Google's. Uh, hey, Google is great. <laughs> yeah, and same thing with Alexa. Alexa, like, there's just such so many things. I think Alexa is better than Google by a landslide. I've never used it. I just I, know I that think... there's a lot of like you can't like there's certain things that we couldn't do with Alexa because I don't remember what it was, but. We couldn't like there's certain games you can't even do with Alexa. Yeah, but there's the same thing with Google. Like you can't like for instance, like you can't play Zork or Skyrim on uh but, on, but, Alexa, but on, on can, Google. But you, you can, can play, play it on Alexa. Song quiz, which is what we play all the time. <laughs> like we'll be going to bed. Okay, let's play song quiz for a little while and we start I, name the songs. And I can't remember I think the listeners or the watchers or something like that. There's a game on Alexa. That's really, really creepy. I think I think that's creepy. on Google. Yeah. Something like that is yeah. on Google. Yeah, it's a really creepy ass game. Um, but it's all right, yeah. And there's a bunch of other like text like game like text message like text based RPGs that have been put onto Alexa, which is really cool. And they've added, so I found that really neat. But that's all that I mean. I think they're both equally pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But Siri, yeah. Siri's not there. No, no, Siri, no, it's useless. I try to use mine all the time, even with iOS 14 and the improvements they did. Now, granted, it's better. It really is better. But, like, I don't even use the Apple GPS. I use Waze. Oh, yeah, like, a lot of people use Waze. It, it, it's just, no. <laughs> Honestly, in my opinion, I even use the new iPhone. It, it's the same thing. Yeah. You can get a better phone with... Fuck, even the, the Asus Zen, the Zenphone 7 is awesome. Um, The the Note, the new Note, awesome. You know, no, the iPhone, no, not anymore. So it's you're going go to go to a, uh, a Droid this, yes. this time? Yes. Yep. Oh, so yeah, so this obviously this article also points out what uh, Techie just pointed out, that iOS 14 gives you options now to not select Google. Um, <laughs> and... um. And obviously, they oh, there's a lot more hints here showing that they are developing their own search engine, which obviously once they have it like locked and like stable, they're going to obviously make that their standard. You you've been able to select your own search engine since iOS seven. Yeah, but they but, made um, it, it's just it's, nobody's really. It's just so hidden in there. Nobody thinks to look. Mm. So I don't know. We'll see though. Um, and the other thing too. So. Yeah, you can that change annoyed... your search engine on the Samsung too. Yes, you can. Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, obviously, easily. Um, 
the one thing I like to point out though with Apple, like the iPhone 12, um, that a lot of companies, so well, all like this is more of a follow up to the topic when we first talked about there was no charging brick with it, okay, which is fine. And their statement was that there's too many bricks in the world, like charging bricks, it's e yeah. waste, okay, mm -hmm. that's great. I 100% I support that there is too much e waste. I agree with you, Apple, but. Apple, if you really want to care about e-waste, 100% care about e-waste, you have to make your devices a lot more repairable. And if the reason why I make this statement USB -C. also... USB-C. Huh? USB-C. Give everybody the same charging cable. Oh, yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> but no. But that's not... Those are like two bucks. That's not a big... That's no, they're not cheap. actually. An iPhone cable is ridiculously expensive. Like yeah, I can, can use, I can buy you, no you can I can use other yeah but you can use other cables and they work. Yeah, fine. I got I got a four pack, um a two six footers, a ten footer, and a twelve footer on Amazon for seven dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's Amazon, but like if you, it if you buy one at a store, you're paying oh, yeah, at they're least, like twenty or thirty bucks. Fourteen dollars. Yeah, but, yeah, but you have the, you don't have to go to their store and buy one. You can go buy one off Amazon. I, I did not say go to the Apple store. I'm saying if you go to freaking like CVS, Even Walmart, Walmart, they're expensive. They're expensive. Like, oh. There's been times where, oh, crap, that cable doesn't work. It broke. We need to get one immediately. Boom, you're spending $14. I get a USB-C. It's like 5 bucks. Yeah. So well, that's that's the problem. Well, order from Amazon next time. Order a bunch of them so you have backups. Anyway, she did. I don't... <laughs> she did. So, so anyway, so I'm watching teardowns of the iPhone 12. Okay, so if anybody doesn't know, for instance, like the haptic feedback buttons in the previous ones, and there was other functionality that stopped working if you replaced parts within an iPhone. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he went and bought, this guy I watched bought two iPhone 12s, took them both apart, did nothing else to them, just swapped the motherboards on the phones and put them back together. They lost like good, like 30 to 40% of the functionality. Wow. The camera wouldn't work at all. It would glitch out all the time. Um, the face recognition wouldn't work. It would just give some weird error, then shut off. Um, all just kind of weird, like, janky responses from doing things. Um, just in general, and it would keep on flashing up these weird errors. Unrecognizable Barry, unrecognizable whatever. I forget what the other error was. Um, and it's like, this is just an Apple. Like, these are Apple motherboards. Like, this is just from the other one. Uh, the other they, iPhone. I, 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 the same so... exact it's so the same exact phone. They made so remember they made that change where they said like uh you can't you can't uh give them oh if you open this you it's voided warranty. Yeah. I bet they what they did to stop people from doing that was once the 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 handheld knows that it's been open, it automatically flag red flags it and gives it errors. No. No, or it, no, it could not. have been like an onboard coding of each of the parts where it had its own specific serial number. If that's yeah, oh, that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we know that with the haptic feedback buttons, the home button, that's what it was. It was actually paired to that actual yeah. motherboard. Um, so the same guy I was watching went, Why, okay, you see nothing. Put them back together the right way. So he went, yeah. So he was like, okay, so we can see nothing's working on either of these phones because they're both doing the same exact thing. So he went and swapped the motherboards back to their original positions. Oh, look, they're working perfectly oh, okay. again. Okay. All right. Um, showing that like they're, and obviously the only way, because they give you this big prompt of go to the Apple store, we'll fix it. Because what they'll do, they'll actually at the Apple store, they'll actually have a device to flash the firmware to pair it to your yes. phone. But they'll charge you a shitload of money to do it. Yep. Um, which is ridiculous. Like, Well, if it's if under they, warranty, most of the times they'll just give you another one. 
another phone. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, what if you go out? Like, a lot of people like don't want to be part of plans, like myself. And if I actually wanted an iPhone, I would go and spend the money on a full price and go just buy one. Well, with 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 the funny thing is with Apple, their that Apple Care plan is much better than your stupid the stupid like insurance. It's like a hundred dollars oh. for two years or something like that. The Assurion, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Apple Care has saved my bacon a couple. Like I ran, um, I got drunk. And I let my sister test drive my car, my truck when I had it, and I forgot to take my phone off the the bed. Anyway, it fell off, and she ran it over, and they replaced the screen for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, kind of cool. Let his sister take no. it. <laughs> but like these things are fairly easy to repair for the most. If you have any slightly bit of they can make it a little easier. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Um, like for instance, like one thing, like makes the accessible. Obviously, I hate the fact of like these waterproof phones because I don't think the chance of you dropping it in a water is way more le- less than you if you're dropping it and breaking the screen. Maybe way you, more but there are. I've people... jumped in the swimming pool twice forgetting to take my phone. I'm so glad I had that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, a lot of I, well, like that. from what I've looked, it's a lot more likely to drop your phone and break the screen, and it's a pain in the butt to actually replace that sealant, and sometimes it yeah, costs yeah, a lot yeah. to actually get the sealant. Um actually do it hell i watch videos where people literally go like underwater at like beaches and stuff and they find like these people lost phones like all the time yeah like jigging with jordan does yeah deal by d yeah that's exactly what i'm talking about and they find it all the time but i it'd be way more accessible just make these phones or variants of the phones like no water protection like just a regular seal that's easy to replace if the screen breaks. I understand that, um, but you, you don't swim. You don't like, you know, you don't. No. You and that's the thing. Like, all the time, I, you know? <laughs> so in, in the in the Apple guide, it says it's, you know, you can be underwater for a half hour. Yeah. Dude, I was swimming for like an hour and a half with my phone, and I didn't realize it was in my pocket. <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> fine. Perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's, I mean, it's awesome. It says something to their quality, but. It, well, it's but also I'm, about I'm, the I'm compression of the water on the phone, too. Right. Um, and I'm like, as far as, and I'm directing toward e-waste, like, and mm-hmm. if Apple really, really wants to stop e-waste, don't do stupid things like this. Like yep. say if someone's actual motherboard went and okay. they, you, can, you, you can get fairly uh, cheap motherboard, like motherboards fairly cheap for iPhones from yep. Sengen, fairly cheap and replace them. Like make that a possibility. Can, well, can I just point something out real quick? They also want to make money. <laughs> the company, the company that has their phones made by basically worker slaves in China, has no right to try and pretend they give a damn about e-waste mm-hmm. at all. Because they like, don't all give companies. a shit <laughs> about the the company, the the planet at all. They're just doing it because they think that's the hot thing to tap into right now. Proof of that. If they actually gave a shit about anything, they wouldn't be getting their phones made by these assholes in China who force these people to work until they kill themselves. Or they wouldn't be coming out with a phone every year. Yeah. They no, don't no, give two uh, phones every they year. They don't care at all about e-waste. And anybody who thinks they do are delusional. Well, no, period. that's my point. I don't think they do. But um, they also don't care about anything at all. They do their money. Money, 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 Sorry, money. Money. Money's money. the only thing they care about. What's it? Money. My bad. How dare you? I forgot the, the most important thing. <sighs> yep. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't be that hard. And if they're really worried, like, if one thing that, like, obviously people are going to bring up is if if they're really worried about, like, the money, like, 
as far as like replacing all these people's phones that screw up trying to replace parts at their Apple store, just make a clause and be like, Hey, if you actually really hope, like if you want to replace parts, um, you know what I mean? This is part of the terms of service of using our device. Like once you buy it, like if you open it up yourself, it's Wait, your, and you, you didn't to... actually believe that, right? No, I'm like saying the only, re- the only reason why they don't let people repair their phones is because they make more money off of people who are too lazy to go and get it repaired and just buy a new one. No, I know. But if they actually cared about e-waste, they would actually do this, but they don't. No, they care about none of this. This is all bullshit from another terrible company that people pretend is good. Because what a lot of people don't know is the actual cord that comes with the iPhone 12 with iPhone 11 too is USB-C. Now, charging bricks are like, people have tons of argument and they weren't wrong about that. There's tons of charging bricks. If you'll have, I have a ton in the drawer over there. I'm glad I do um, have that many, though. <laughs> no, yeah, no, too. but the thing is, though, that is not going to work with your unless you have a converter piece to it. That's not going to work with your iPhone 12 or your iPhone 11 because it's USB C. And USB C oh, yeah, yeah. bricks are only just coming around. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there's a bunch out there, but not USB C. Yeah. Well, I wish that they would make USB C all around. Oh, I'm pretty yeah, sure they, they they did it with the the MacBook and they did like it, my my work they... phone my work phone's a um, USB C brick because I have a Kyocera, uh rugged phone mm-hmm. it's like it's an Android nine and it's just it's just this fucking rugged dude you can throw this thing and nothing will happen to it but yeah it's got a USB C quick charge brick it charges in 15 minutes oh wow it's dude it's gnarly it can go yeah because i had it at 20 percent. it was fully charged in about 15 minutes what is it like a 75 75 watt or whatever yeah it's dude it's insane it's like a two and a half amp or three it's nuts yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's small it's a small little brick it's crazy the funny thing is they, they say quick charging is da- kind of dangerous because it is it must yeah it, yep correct but. but this phone will only charge with quick charge because oh, that's wow. how the battery was designed mm. you can't use a regular charger with it yeah It'll say insufficient power, or it will it will just stay at the same. It'll say the same battery level, but yeah. it will not charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Nintendo was originally supposed to do that with their Switch, with the portable charger. It was supposed oh, to be a proprietary yeah. thing, but they ended up changing that where you could use whatever brick you wanted. Yeah, it was originally, but it's still well. You still need to have the same kind of amperage. Yeah, you can't if you use yes, actually different amperage, you can actually brick your Switch. Yeah, um, it'll keep it at like the same use, battery length. They don't use USB. They don't use the standard charging uh, protocols or whatever the hell it is. Uh, so yeah, Wish it there did. are certain things. Yeah. Like the one brand is like Anchor, and I think I don't know the other brand. That Anchor and On On is another one that has yeah. like. Well, On's like the Walmart. Walmart like, Anchor that default brand. I have like an anchor wireless charger. I think I spent like 15 bucks for it. Amazon, the thing works like a dream. Hmm. Yeah. So, but that's what it is though. And that's obviously people need to care. And like, that's why like I, the guy who owns, I fix it. Like that's his passion. He like, he wants to end e-waste. That's like, he's like, I want people to repair devices. And that's why like, I fix it page rates products on their fixability, not on how good they are, how easily they are to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, because he wants to call these companies out. He's like, I will put your product on a pedestal if I can just take it apart without any problems and replace anything in it. I think I fix it is in PC Gamer magazine every month. Mm. They do like teardowns of one specific device and they give you a repairability score on it. 
Yep. Yeah, they do. Um, and he was actually, well, uh, he was on one of the morning shows and one like a couple weeks ago. And he was pointing out one of the newer uh, services are super easy. Like they're actually fairly easy to repair compared to some of the services in the past were not repairable at all. Right. I um, want their toolkits. I've always wanted to buy the toolkit from watching mm. it on Linus. They have iFixit toolkits. Yeah. I have one at work. They're neat. Mm. I got the Walmart. Very <laughs> useful. Yeah, it's like $35, $70. And it comes with the yeah, little picks and stuff. They're, just fairly, they're really terrible, actually. I think yeah. the one we got was like 100 and something bucks. It's freaking huge. Mm. But yeah, there's anybody out there, he's really actually trying to stop e-waste. There needs to be more people pressuring companies to do that. And not release a damn phone every goddamn year. You don't need nah. to. I'm not good with that because I want to... I want to slide into the dystopian uh, Blade Runner future. That's what I want. So I'm, <laughs> I'm cool with it. Okay. I want my dystopian Blade well, Runner. Well, you, you would have to get a tablet or a phone to start. So I have, I have a phone, you bitch. I just don't give out the number because I don't care. No. I literally don't use it for anything but GPS. Uh, oh, okay. So this next topic, fairly quick. But Monday was NASA's big announcement, and they fully released, yes, they found water on the moon. Um, <gasps> and if anybody doesn't know, so they did find water on the moon a while ago when they bombed the moon. <laughs> yeah, America! Fuck yeah! <laughs> Coming through the bomb, the fucking moon! America! <laughs> so we literally smashed something into the moon, and we saw water particles fly into the air. Literally. Um, and that's a while ago. Um, but recently they have actually in other areas of the moon, they have found areas that have 100 to 400 micrograms per gram on the lunar in lunar material. Um, the value mixing of units, it's an equivalent of each cubic meter of the moon material having a, about 12, what do you call it? 12 ounce bottle of water in it on average. Um, and obviously this is obviously huge for, if we actually want to establish mining colonies and stuff like that on the actual moon. We don't have to bring bottled water anymore. We so, got one. So if anybody doesn't know, one thing is that like the US, um, India, China, um, Japan, Russia, um, the United Arab Emirates all want to get to the moon like super soon. Okay. And the reason why is because not because of water. But now they actually have water to actually sustain mining facilities, which is obviously a big deal because there's a ton of rare earth metals on the moon that are worth a lot of money. Get a diamond from the moon. No, not diamonds. Other rare earth metals, though, that are used in a lot of... Just make of... sure you hold the space bar before you land. Oh, yes. Uh, just think yeah, yeah. how funny it's... Dude, just think how funny it's going to be with, with like one of these nobody countries like India gets there first and then they just get blown off the moon by like China. America. Luxembourg all of a sudden gets there first, the world's smallest country. They're like, India has made it! And then China's like, if you don't leave now, we will invade and destroy everything you have. <laughs> oh! Well, we don't have a country! <laughs> Borat makes we it barely, We barely have an army. You can Kazakhstan. come in. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so obviously it's, there's a lot of money to be made on the moon, people, and now they have water to sustain. So 
it's gonna be a race i think at this point it's don't worry be... they'll get charged 63 percent of what they make so but like obviously we we just talked about last week that there's actually united f like a like the stuff in the chat effort. what there's an effort actually together to share knowledge and actually get to the moon collectively. Mm-hmm. And obviously the only ones that are not part of that um, signed thing is obviously Russia and China, where everybody else is actually on board to work together to get to the moon. Eh, let's be real, though. We're not really working together. <laughs> um, so we're just We've been there before. The we, we've been... Why don't they just? It's like a jump in the car now. Why don't they just go? Like they, the thing that's the thing that's funny is that they probably like the reason why America signed on was because we're we're like we're probably thinking well we we landed there first we put the flag down we own the moon once yeah. we get up there they're gonna have to fucking listen to us or it's because it's ours. <laughs> um, actually, I think there's an international agreement actually that nobody can actually. Um, yeah, it was. I think yeah. I'll have to look it up. I think it was done in the eighties. Um, seven nations around the world all signed a thing agreeing that nobody can lay claim to the moon at all. Good, good for you. It's an international. You let, you, you let me know when that matters. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. They when did. those seven, na- what one thing I have learned over the last like three years is the nations that the the United Nations, which is what you're talking about. Yeah. Every single one of those nations had put so little money into their military that they literally barely exist as a military. That's okay. one of the things Trump's been arguing about for like two years because everybody agreed to pay like 15% of their, of their, their capital into their militaries so that we could support each other. And the closest one is France at 4%. We're paying almost 20% of ours into it, and they're paying literally nothing into theirs. So I don't think that deal would even hold once no. we, if we actually established a plan, like a base on the moon to do shit, that deal would be out the window in seconds. Cause it'd just be like, we'll just withdraw and you have nothing protecting yourself because you're not doing it. No, I don't no, think I'm, that would I'm ever against hold. any kind of military action and military funding. So that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why you'd be one of those countries that were wiped out in day one. Well, anyway, um, that's besides the point. That's for a whole other podcast. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's get into in the last 15 minutes or so of this podcast. So the Matrix 4. And obviously, so over my vacation, I did watch all three Matrix movies again. Um, so I can discern a lot of different symbolism <sighs> and clues throughout the three. But I still haven't come up with my final hypothesis about what the matrix four is going to be about but i'm getting closer because you of this should be leak. beaten by the way so because of this leak um so um there's been like there's paparazzi all over berlin where they're shooting most of the matrix um and obviously there's been a whole bunch of photos of keanu reeves and his girlfriend because i guess it's routinely like his girlfriend drops him off at the studio like every day at the same time whatever bullshit and we know that so they're on their final days of shooting and she dropped him off in the same spot that he does every fucking day or whatever. This time he actually had a shaved head. Who cares? Nate? No. Okay, so, 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 no, no one else is as excited about this as you. Like when did you become a, like a fanboy for actors and stuff? 
The movie might be cool, but you are literally. Oh my God, shaved heads, killer. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, oh my no. God, grow up, no. dude. So no, the reason. Okay, so there's obviously there's a big reason that's tying into the main leak of the storyline. Um, and then two is the dedication to the actor. So Keanu Reeves has stated, like, for instance, like, and obviously this is going to tie into the fan theory that uh, freaking about the whole long hair and John Wick being Neo also. Yes. Oh, Jesus course. Christ, you people so, are retarded. So, John Wick is about is about a book. No, it has know, nothing to do with Neo. No, I know, but there's a whole, there's a huge fan theory that actually ties the movies together. Because they're that, stupid. No, but it's, they, t like, I think Keanu Reeves kind of, like, pandered to it because he actually requested to the Liana Wachowski, no, let me keep my hair the way it is for playing um, uh, Tommy um, Anderson. I can't take and it. I can't so, take it. So, so Keanu Reeves is actually that, the reason why, like, we just already saw some scenes of him with Trinity, like, riding through the streets on a motorcycle with his long hair that he looks just like John Wick for the most part. He does. Um, so I think Keanu Reeves is kind of like, and that, and he actually has the long hair because he requested to keep his hair the way it was to Leon Rachelke. And she was like, yeah, that's fine. Hey, so they let you know him why do they it. Look, you know why they almost look the same? This is going to shock you. But John Wick is played by the same actor that played. No, but he could have easily just cut his hair the way uh, Thomas Anderson looked in the other Matrix movie. He's just having fun with people. They are I not know. connected. The guy who no, wrote no. John Wick has nothing to no, do with the Matrix. I, I know. I, I don't think they're connected at all. I don't think, but it's just it's it's just a fun fan theory. Um. Anyway, so so it shows his dedication. Like he obviously wanted to keep his hair, but then out of the blue, on the final season, on the final like shooting of this movie. He cut his hair. He shaved it back down. Like because nothing. he knows people's watching and it would be funny to well, get a good laugh well, out of him. Well, no, because um, so I'm gonna, obviously this is going to get more into the final, like when I finally put together the final like theory of what the Matrix 4 is going to be about. So here are some hints. So obviously the only reason why you'd see a shaved head, the only time we saw uh, the character Neo, Thomas Anderson, with a shaved head was when he was brought into the real world. Because no. in no, obviously, because in the pod, you can't grow hair. Nate, um, your theory about Star Wars was wrong. Why are you still going hard on these actually, theories? Actually, I was right. No, his theory, his theory was pretty, pretty I close. was dead on. 25th episode of our podcast. I was dead on. Anyway, so. It was, his his theory of it being good may have been not what you <laughs> The Thank you, Bazinga. That's what I was talking but his, about. But his theory <laughs> on the story, he was right on. Hey, I'm not, <laughs> dude. It was a joke, man. Of course, he was wrong. The joke was his theory about it being good, and you, you got it. No one else got it but you. Okay. So, anyway, so we know from nobody. Obviously, one game that was only semi-successful and died off fairly fast was The Matrix Online. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess Leon Wachowski confirmed some of the things from The Matrix Online are canon within the Matrix universe. So. Uh, the main plot with Morpheus in that game is that he wants Neo's body back so they can put it in a royal, like a, a shrine of royalty in Zion because he's a hero. And the uh, the machine said, we don't have his body. We don't know what happened to it. Um, So most likely he was reinserted back into the matrix. And most likely, because if you look at the scenes that have already been shot, his character's walking around just like an average person, like he doesn't have a clue what the fuck is going on. At all. Like he like he thinks, oh, just the real world. I'm just in, you know what I mean? I'm in back to my normal life. Um 
so most likely it's going to happen. They're going to kind of not reboot like what the Matrix, the first Matrix movie did, but they're obviously going to play the whole storyline of him being like found where he is again and being taken out of the mate, taken out of the Matrix, um, and being reinduced to the real world and who he was. So, and then obviously the other part is, is that there's been, well, there's been more than six iterations of the Matrix, but there's been six integral anomalies, which is Neo. Um, and one of the big uh, hints that actually throughout like a lot of the lore of the Matrix and the comic books and all that stuff is that it might actually be like almost like the same person, like a reincarnate, like the, the idea of reincarnation being added in the storyline. So Thomas Anderson might actually be the same person every goddamn time, like being reincarnated and obviously being reinserted with this programming to be the integral anomaly. So this could be actually the seventh integral anomaly and it might be the actual same person, but this time around he might be actually told because some of the same people are still alive. No, you were this guy, um, Neo who showed up and actually saved us and caused a, a treaty between us and the machines. He might be the first integral anomaly that actually knows he was the one the last time. Can you believe it? Uh, what, no, so, because it's, like I've said before, this is all bullshit because they never planned any of this. No, they, they just did. They paid a big chunk of money to make another movie. So you now know, they have to go back and try to figure out how to fit it all together. No, and Nate is one of those people that believe that they're telling the truth when they say they planned it, but they didn't actually plan any of this. No, because a lot of my information is actually coming before information that was about the movie before the first Matrix movie came out is where a lot of the information I'm coming from and a lot of the lore they wrote down and talked about and all those other things. Like a lot of this information is actually coming pre-Matrix. Pre yeah, yeah, but they but they didn't never plan on making a fourth movie though. They just they did they just left all no. this out for, no, the but third, they, for this movie. No, they planned a lot longer storyline than three movies though. If they had planned a lot longer storyline than three movies, they wouldn't have stopped at three movies they because weren't. they were making so much goddamn money off the movies. No, they, they would have kept going. No, they actually weren't. The Matrix two and three, for the most part, bombed. They made you... that is flat out bullshit. I didn't like them, but they made a ton of money. No, they did, but the industry didn't like. I mean, didn't care. Like it wasn't. They didn't get like support. They was like after the after like because most of the okay. Fans... I'm gonna I'm gonna shut him down with some bullshit right now. Are you ready? The Matrix one worldwide four hundred sixty three million. The Matrix two. Matrix Reloaded, 739 million worldwide. The Matrix 3 Revolution, 797 million worldwide. They were bona fide hits. They would have kept going if they had a story in place. They, they, made they weren't more bombing the one, at huh? all. They weren't bombing at all. They were bona fide hits. No, no, that's as far as money goes. I'm saying exactly. With Money kind of shows. Money rules everything. Just because people didn't like, just because people came out and said, oh, they sucked. They're not going to stop making them if they're still making almost a billion dollars every time they release one. No, no, I'm saying like, no, yeah, but that's, we're talking, yeah, yeah, but that's just all business. I'm talking about from the Winchowskis themselves. Yeah, they so, planned on only three. After it got done, they stopped. Someone came to them many, many, many years later and said, we will pay you an ass load of money now that your careers have died because you made a bunch of bad movies. Would you like to make another Matrix? And they went, sure. Let's go back and see if we can figure out how to connect this shit. 
and they started rewriting it. And the proof is in the fact that the studios would not have stopped and they would not have stopped if they had made if they had plans for more than three and they kept making money. No, they, they didn't plan more than three. No, bottom line. If you actually read a lot of the stuff that like happened, Liana Wachowski took that a lot of the criticism for revolution to heart that she walked away from the project. She didn't she was like completely like I thought people would have loved this. Nope. Um, Nope. So one hundred percent lying. Well, I I like the movie, but that's besides the point. No, they're one hundred percent. She is one hundred percent lying. One hundred percent lying. Did it? If they're making that much money and she had plans for more story, they would have went back and went. All right, let's go back to the drawing board and make sure this next one is really good because we've planned all this and we want people to see this. They would. They it wouldn't. That would be like if they made the Lord of the Rings. But like he wrote the first two Lord of the Rings books, right? And then they didn't like the two the two towers, and he was like, "Well, I'm just going to be done." No, the it, he would go, "All right, I got to make sure to do better on this last one because I have to finish the story." Actually, There's no I, way she abandoned the story that she was doing. Actually, no way. Look, look up the sequel. He was writing the sequel to Lord of the Rings, and he was overcome by pressure and couldn't fucking finish it. But he still did it. Um. No, he, he finished. No, he, no, he, no, they, no, he finished his arc. He finished what he started out to do. He finished yeah. Lord of the Rings. Then many years later, decided to do a new one. But because he's not a coward and a liar like these people are, he admitted that he was making a sequel. He didn't try to pretend like he had already planned on making a sequel. No, which no, is what they're anybody. doing. He didn't tell anybody. His son actually came out later and said, actually, he was writing a sequel and he released. Like You're missing huge, the point. There's this the huge point, book that you can get. Like It has like the compilation and stuff. Of the it. point yeah. is when he decided he was going to work on a sequel, he didn't come out and try to tell people that he planned on doing it in the first place. No. These cowards don't want to admit they just, they just got more money and decided to do a new one. Instead, they want to have big brains and pretend that that was all connected when no, it wasn't all connected at all. But if you actually look at the lore and the stuff that was written before the Matrix and even during the first Matrix movie, it's a way longer storyline. It's way bigger than three and, Matrix movies. And they decided not to finish it? No, they're going to finish it now. Because um, everybody doesn't know, the Matrix 4 is coming out and they're also being already signed on for HBO, I think it's HBO, uh, of a short series of the Matrix, um, which is already being set to be released. Um and they're going to tell this bigger storyline that's actually already been a good portion of that storyline has actually been told in the comic books and other forms of media. Yeah, that we're we'll, finally going to get all of it put together. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. And when they, when the movie comes, when the TV show comes out and it stars like some 12 year old girl as the main character, then you'll know that they're full of shit. <laughs> and they just re they wrote everything based on the time frame. And what the popularity of the oh, show of, yeah. of now that you'll know right away because it will come out and it'll be some like it'll be some 12 year old Indian chick and she'll be the strongest person in the world. And you'll go, oh, so they wrote this now because the sensibilities of what's going on in the world now means you have to have that lead. So then you'll know that they're full of shit about all this lore that they claim they have because they rewrote everything to fit their freaking no, to fit I'm, the common I'm, era. No, I'm ba yeah, but I'm basing stuff off that was written before that was already documented before the first Matrix movie came out. Nate, did you they know were... that they had the, the the new Craft movie that was written before the Craft even was finished? <laughs> I'm just 
Because <laughs> you know, no, I, I'm no, just, no, I'm just no, saying, it if, you, it if you honestly believe that, you're crazy. No, I'm telling you from sort like these are like stuff that was written down before, like that I've been studying. So it's like not. No, it's but, that's that's what they always say. They always say I plan this, I plan that, and then you watch. It's like what's his name trying to claim that that the new the new um, what the hell's it called? The new Terminator. He planned on it being canon, and then you watch it and you go, No, you freaking didn't. You literally I, hired some jackass down the street to write this. I I really like that movie so that's exactly well that's because that movie I, was that movie was terrible i catered and to yes it. i watched it yeah and hey bazinga liked it too what the new terminator i've come oh, to understand yeah, that bazinga, i've come to understand that bazinga doesn't get as critical about stuff when no. he watches he just oh. he just go he's like oh action scenes cool i'm i get critical because they the entire story was bad they hey. wrote it it I don't even want to talk about it. It's just some <laughs> bullshit. And actually, to get back on Star Wars, actually, me and Justin... You're not on Star Wars. You're on your other movie that you're pushing on people that don't care about it. So me and Justin were actually going on because he stopped in at my work. and he, he was going on about how great Rise of Skywalker was. And I was like, you need to really read the book. It's, uh, it's, dude, uh, Justin's uh, a moron. <laughs> okay? I don't care if you have the support of people pretending to be fans of that movie. I don't care, Nate. The bottom line is that movie and the movie before it were so bad that they have slowed down Star Wars production. They had to take a break and rethink what they were doing because those movies sucked, whether you like it or not. They wouldn't have had to do that if they were great. It's your opinion, but anyway. It's the world's opinion. That's why they had to do it. So, yeah, I do actually have a full theory coming for The Matrix 4. Um, there's just a lot of data. There is so much lore to this damn world. It's stupid. <laughs> like, like to put together what they're actually, what part of it they're actually going to push into this movie is the question. So obviously that's eventually coming. And obviously we have a lot more information with this whole possible leaked, like way he's doing his character. So yeah. And I'm actually, obviously really intrigued of what Neil Patrick Harris is going to play. Obviously my hint is going to be, he's going to be an agent. I'm pretty sure, but we'll see. I don't know if I can take that seriously. <clears throat> so, oh, don't worry. You don't have to take any of it. Yeah, there's no way I could take that seriously. <laughs> so that's what I feel he's most likely going to be playing. He's going to be playing the new agents, but we'll see. But anyway, this has been the Talking Gaming and Tech podcast. We thank you for joining us. We'll be here again next week. We are still discussing. We may move the podcast forward or if everybody's comfortable this time, we may stick to this time. Um, and the main reason why is because a lot of our work hours are changing and it might be a little too close to when we leave and start this podcast. So hours might be changing. It might move forward like a couple hours or an hour or whatever. A couple um, hours won't work for me at all. I was wondering um, that at a time. So it might it may be pushed ahead um, because of that. So we might not be live at five, but we'll be live at some point on a Wednesday or maybe some other day. But we'll <laughs> let you know on social media <laughs> um, in the coming future. So pay attention to our Twitter um uh get tech geeks on twitter um go check us out obviously you can follow us let us know and we will be posting when that podcast is going to be but itunes rate us please it it's the vital life source of a lot of podcasts helps get the name out helps get where like if you want to know about gaming and tech and talking to podcasts they obviously rely on itunes and it really pushes a lot of the feed so definitely rate us 
and any other podcast app you use that obviously helps out whatever way you can and sharing it to social media helps. So do that, please, especially if you are a fan and you want other people to know about it and check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash get tech, go check it out. But until next week, what <laughs> for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, everyone get teched. <laughs>